I'm a savage. Yeah. Classy, bougie, ratchet. What's up, Savage Boss Babes and Dudes? It's Diana inside the Savage Studio once again with another episode that is going to have you uh, spinning ideas and, and deciding whether to go for it or not go for it. You've been having that idea and it's been swimming around in your brain, but you haven't really decided to go for it. Well, hey, maybe this will be a little motivation and it'll help you and it'll give you an incentive to go for it and reach for your dreams and go for those goals that you have. It's a new year and the the possibilities are endless. So it's a pleasure for me to have in the studio, her name is Gabby. She is the CEO of a Bad Buns Collection. Welcome, Gabby. What's up? Thank you for having me. Hi. Hey, you are definitely a story that needs to be shared, and I'm really excited to have you here in the studio because uh, there's so many people who are wanting to go out on a limb, you know, and and try something new, go out for, for some type of an idea that they have. And sometimes they just need a little push, a little motivation. You know, they, they need to hear it from somebody else who's already gone through it, who's already done it to, to be able to go through it uh, themselves. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from and how did you get started? So I am from San Antonio. Born and raised. What's up to 10? Yes, born and raised. <laughs> to <a note. laughs> What's up to 10 did you grow up on? So I grew up in the South Side. Hey. The South Side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Allá por la Zarzamora, no galitos. Sí, la Zarzamora. Ah, <laughs> How cool. Mm -hmm. So you're a, a San Antonio is that born and raised. Yes, ma'am. And, and tell me about your childhood. I mean, growing up in San Antonio, what was it like? So growing up, I mean, I kind of like grew up a little bit somewhat poor not too poor like just in the middle like where okay. we got past so um it wasn't like easy I didn't really like have everything I ever wanted yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. had to I saw my mom like growing up and like well not growing up but she, she was like like there for us and she was like a single mom and she was like trying to do everything she could so that's where I kind of got like my person who I was and and I don't know, she's just like... That's how your character like developed. Yeah, exactly. So like, it wasn't easy growing up, but that's where I got like a lot of my inspiration. I was like, you know what? I need this. Like, it's like where I got my strength a lot. So... Um, what so kind of struggles did you see your mom go through that uh -huh. really stick in your mind? It was more like, like trying to find... Because obviously like my parents got divorced at when I was like the age of one. So her growing up, trying to find that that other person for her to be there and then so like it was just hard for us because it was like me my brother and my sister so she was trying to like give us everything she could you know and so we were like moving a lot from schools as well like it was that's rough different. yeah it was really I, I think I like counted it was like 12 times I moved really when I was little yeah Oh, that's so, so rough on a kid. Yeah. I mean, just starting school, <laughs> when you start school, it's like, you know, you're terrified of I'm going good. to school, but then having to move and, meet, and new meet new people. <laughs> are they going to like me? Am I going to have friends? Mm -hmm. Am I going to be a loner at the lunch table? Exactly. That's rough. New people. Yeah. And then so like, I think the last time we moved was I was supposed to go to Burbank High School, but then I ended up going to Thomas Jefferson because I was a magnet for fashion designing. Oh, okay. So that's where I kind of got my background. Gotcha. But I finally like 
settled there in high school at Thomas Jefferson. And then so that's where I kind of got like my inspiration as well for like bad buns because it was fashion designing. I created like my own collections. We had like fashion shows. I was like over there sewing and doing everything. Really? <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, that was like the last time we moved. But um, but yeah, it was just like struggle. It was just like um, other than that, like I was always like either with my mom or my dad and they would fight as well. And yeah. Was just, like they couldn't even be in the same room. So it's just like a lot. And so I I have an older brother and sister, so I was like the, the small kid. So I was learning from their mistakes. Oh, okay. So kind of, I mean, not a lot of mistakes, but it's just like learning from what they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, yeah, I was just like, I got a lot of my inspiration from my mom. So like now I'm like, I, I notice a lot of things that I do that she used to do. Really? Yeah. Without so. calling her out, like what? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, geez, like I'm thinking like my mom right now. Like, <laughs> but yeah. Yes, how did uh how did that the the situation that you lived how did it mold you to become who you are today mm, it was like a lot of strength for me if anything just because like right now I know that I'm able to do it like alone you know and mm-hmm. I'm not like always like feeling lonely or anything like that like I'm just like all, all of like everything I went through is. Just, did you have to mm-hmm. learn uh to do a lot of things for yourself mm-hmm. is that something is that could Definitely. you say that that's part of what you... Yeah, a lot of, like, responsibility, if anything. Really? Like, I saw my mom go through it, so I was like, I need to, you know, get up on my feet. And then something that, like, my mom does is, like, oh, like, don't ask anybody for help. Well, like, not to, but we try not to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, or, like, figure it out on your own. Yeah, exactly. Before you ask. Exactly. Yeah. And so, like, that's why I'm like, I don't like asking people for money or anything like that. I'm just like, okay, I need to figure it out on my own. If I need money, I need to find a way to get it. Or uh-huh. if not, then just bear it out. But... Yeah, it's like, I guess I, like, going through all that is just, like, today I'm, like, stronger. I'm, like, able to accomplish things on my own. Like, I live on my own right now. So I'm I'm kind of, like, I don't know. I, I've just learned a lot from yeah. that. And, yeah. And you accredit all that to, to your upbringing and, and the way that your mom was with you. Exactly. Yeah, I do. <laughs> That's so cool. Mm-hmm. How, when did you start envisioning yourself as a CEO? At what point was, in your life did you say, That's what I'm going to be? It was like during COVID. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was during COVID. So yeah, I was doing like after, um, you know, substituting. And then during that time when I was like alone, unemployed, like I was just like, what do I want to do with my life? Like, I don't know. Like the whole reason why in high school I didn't major, like right after high school in fashion designing is because like I was trying to be realistic. I was like, well, not a lot of people make money in fashion designing. Mm-hmm. And then my family basically they like told me like oh be a teacher be a lawyer you know yeah like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah like or something like that yeah yeah, yeah that you know the the things the that stable. we that <laughs> we grow up or the things especially our parents being latinos mm-hmm. they come to this country and you know yeah like lawyers doctors those exactly. are the careers that they say wow like you yeah. you become a lawyer you become a doctor you made it you know <laughs> exactly my so, dad wanted me wanted me to be a lawyer for yeah sure. so <laughs> if you come at them with hey i want to be a dj or i want to be a uh, a fashion designer they're just like um it it's was not realistic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? how much money do they make <laughs> <laughs> exactly but then it's like really competitive too so like if you do it they're gonna be like well how are you gonna get here like what are you gonna do and yeah. i was just like i don't know i was intimidated a little bit but i was like and because like my brother and my sister and they never they never went to college like they never even graduated high school they had to get their ged so it was like a lot of pressure on me like what am i gonna do and 
what do I want to do and mm-hmm. making sure that I go through college. And so do you feel that, like that that pressure of trying to have something to show for yourself, especially for your family and your mother's and your father's eyes, is that kind of what pushed you to to go to college and and study something yeah. else? Yeah, all that yeah. pressure was like, oh, tell us right about that. Tell us about that. Yeah, so like right after high school I was expected to go to college like my besides like my mom and my dad it was like my aunts my godparents okay <laughs> they're on me as well and they're like they were strict on me so I was like oh I can't do anything else so I had to go to college but then I never knew anything about college like nobody told me what credits are what like different types of things of college yeah so I was like what is a major too <laughs> I know it's so bad but I was like what is that like a minor major like I just I never like googled it either I don't know why but yeah yeah, yeah I was just like I, I thought I new so I was like okay I'm gonna start with I just chose something math mathematician okay I wanted to do that but then I thought about it and I was like you know after a while I was like oh okay now I understood what a major was but then I was good at math too so I was like okay mathematician but then I was like okay let me be more realistic I was like let me narrow it down because they do a lot Uh so then I went for accounting so I was doing accounting at UTSA for a while I did like my prerequisites took accounting one accounting two but then, I don't know, something wasn't clicking for me in, like, accounting. Okay. So I just went towards education and okay. sending that. I, I was all over the place, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, sadly, to say it's the case for a lot of people. A lot of us go into college kind of lost just okay. because it's the thing to do or because it's what your parents want or, exactly. you know, what your family wants. And you go in there and you just kind of navigate any which way you can because you don't really know what you're doing exactly and even like my family was like why are you changing your major to education from accounting to education because obviously accounting makes way much more money yeah (laughs) but but yeah I was like I'm changing like I'm sorry (laughs) and then that's what I ended up graduating so what pulled you from accounting to education what was about it what was it about education I guess like I always wanted to be a teacher when I was small when I was small, I was getting papers, you know, stapling them, handling to my invisible, you know, students, students. and stuff. Yeah. Really? So, yeah. So I always told myself that. But then, like, also my roommates, you know, they were educators as well. So I guess they kind of inspired me in that type of way. So I was like, okay, let me go, to- go towards education, mm-hmm. and, you know, see how it works for me. And I mean, it worked. Like, I was, I was loving it. I was doing clinical teaching, all that stuff. And I loved kids. I love teaching, but it's just... So you you went through the whole process. You got your degree and everything, and and then you you actually went into the field and started working. Right. Yeah. After that, I went to substitute. What was that like? It was good. <laughs> <laughs> you were hesitant. You I, I, there was a pause in there. <laughs> just, Why? Why yeah. the pause, Gabby? Why the pause? <laughs> It's because, like, they're, I was substituting middle schoolers. Ooh, so, yeah. now I understand. Yeah, it's, like, in the middle in between. Yeah. You, know, you got sixth graders who just came out of fifth grade, and they're a little bit of crybabies, but then they're still cute. Uh-huh. <laughs> they're still, like, willing to learn. And you got the seventh graders, and you got the eighth graders who are about to go to co- high school, so they're already, you know, they're already like, don't talk to me. I don't yeah, 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 yeah. I'm too cool for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those middle, middle schoolers are something else, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I would go in there, I'd be like, y'all listen up. <laughs> But no, I mean, it's, I guess it's just different for a substitute too, because you're a substitute, not a teacher. You yeah. Know, they don't really listen to you. You don't really get there to yeah. the, uh, or you don't, you're not there long enough for them to get attached to you or you to get to exactly meet them yeah. or, I mean, uh, get attached to them too and, mm-hmm. and really know them. Yeah. So then after that, I was just, you know, I just changed or like COVID happened. So I couldn't work anymore. But then after that, I was just like, you know, trying to kind of find my inspiration of what I wanted to do. 
So yeah, like so uh, COVID hits and you find yourself not working, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, what do you unemployed. do? What do you do then? So I was just honestly at home working out a lot, and then I was I started YouTube. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I started YouTube. It was which a lot beauty. of people did. Yeah, exactly. YouTubing, social media mm -hmm. influencers. You know, a lot of people a started lot of doing reels. that. That's when TikTok started yep. taking off and stuff. Yep. <laughs> So, yeah. And what did you start? I mean, what were your first YouTube videos or what were they about? It was beauty. It was really? My, yeah, doing my makeup and stuff. I was doing like rainbows, um, sunset looks. Yeah. Look at mm -hmm. you. <laughs> it was a lot though. It's a lot of editing and that's why I haven't like done it right now. But uh -huh. yeah, it's a lot of editing. You have to just look back at it. And it was just so hard for me because it was like the software is finding a good software. So I literally had to go from like a computer to like another computer and then back to the other computer, then upload. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a bit complicated. But then after that, like I, I stopped a while and I, you know, I just thought about it. Like I had another friend and, you know, we knew that we wanted to start businesses, but we weren't too sure like what we wanted to do. And I was thinking about beauty because I, I love beauty. I love health and beauty in general because I was working out at the time, but I didn't, I don't know. I was like, uh, maybe that's not for me. So mm -hmm. I just thought about it. I was like, well, you know, going back to my fashion designing, I do de love designing clothes and in general, just like making people feel good when they work out. It was like kind of my inspiration when I was working out. I was always wearing like, um, you know, like a one of this like influencer that I follow and mm -hmm. her, her fitness brand is like huge. And I would always wear her clothes at, even at home, but it would make me feel motivated. So I was like, I don't know. I want to create that for other people, but also like I, I kind of differentiated and I was like, well, I want to make like, you know, even like all types of sizes comfortable and okay. like be able to work out and just be like confident in what they wear. So then after that, I was like, I'm going to create a fitness brand. Like <laughs> I'm going to do it. And then even the name was a bit complicated. I was like, what am I going to name it? Like just going through everything and planning it out. It just like happened one day. It just like snapped. And I was like, let me do this. <laughs> so really? did, yeah. did you, uh, let me ask you, did you talk to anybody about this and, and what kind of feedback did you get from them when you started telling them your vision? So, yeah, I mean, it was um, one of like my best friends. So I, t I did talk to her because, you know, she wanted to she wanted to start some a business as well. So we, we were like kind of like brainstorming together and we were going to start a business together first, like a beauty brand. But then I don't know, like it, after a while, it was just like, no, we, she wants to do this and I want to do this. She wants to do beauty. I want to do fitness. Mm -hmm. But um, she was like for it. She was like, yeah, just go for it. Um, I talked to my mom. My mom was pretty like open about it. Really? <laughs> yeah. But really? The, yeah. She was, I mean, my mom, she supports anything I do. You know, she's very like, she's come a long way. So like, uh -huh. if I want. And she didn't know. say she wasn't like, y la maestra, que pasa con la maestra? <laughs> she did. <laughs> All oh, my family did. No, I just, it was like my godparents that I was really scared of, like, telling really? me. Yeah, so, like, it was my mom and my dad. My dad's always, like, supportive. He's like, si, hija, tú haz lo que quieras. Like, you know, échale ganas, lo que quieras. So, he was pretty open about that. But then when, when I went to my godparents, I was like, mm, I want to start my fitness brand. And they were like, what? Like, ¿Qué es why? Eso? Yeah, like, <laughs> they're like, mija, like, why? <laughs> no, but it's because, like, they're, they were, like, hard on me, if anything. So, and Did they ask you, like, why athletic wear? Why? Yeah, I mean, they did, but, like, I don't know. Why How I did you explain to them? I mean, I was just, like, it's something I really want to do and something I want to love. Like, I've always, like, seen myself start a business, and I don't want to teach for it, or, like, I don't want to teach, like, you know, teachers, we get kept out. Mm -hmm. And so it's not always like, uh, I don't know. I was just like, I was just trying. I was just like, you know, anything. It's just an inspiration for me. It com it's coming from my heart. 
and it's something I really want to do and grow big and maybe end up like Nike one time. I don't hey, know. you never know. <laughs> I never know. But then they, after that, after a while, they were just like, okay, they were like, you know, we we want to support you. We want to help you. My aunt, she's one of like my greatest supporters as well. She's always buying. She's like, Mija, how did these booty bends work? <laughs> and I'm teaching her. <laughs> I'm teaching her. So they, they came around. Like it was, it was intimidating at first, but then after a while they understood like <clears throat> I had to, I had to just like break out of my shell and not be scared to like let my family know what I want to do and what like what my inspiration is yeah. and my motivation comes and, from and stuff. And you mentioned that you had a, an influencer that was appealing to you and that and you were wearing her clothes. Yeah. How did you use that appeal that you had towards her brand? How did you use that or incorporate that to think of how am I going to appeal to my own group of women? So, um She was really, like, open to, like, a lot of, like, women in general. And she was just, like, kind of an inspiration just because of, like, how she included, like, her community and all the women around her. So that's kind of, like, what I wanted to do with um, Bad Buns. But then um, also she was in California. But then, again, like, there's not a lot of, like, Hispanics there and, like, Latinos and everything like that. So I kind of, like, got inspiration from there but then I was like okay let me take it back to my culture and how we are here in San Antonio and so I was like I knew I wanted to create a community as well but like one that's really big in San Antonio which is like the, the Latino community yeah <laughs> so, so I kind of like that kind of how like inspired me to start just like with the community and making sure that I make women comfortable in what they wear and how I was comfortable with what I wore and going to the gym and just being motivated to work out. <laughs> what kind of women is your, your athletic wear catered to? I would say more towards like curvy women. Curvy women? <laughs> yeah. Because Latinas yeah. are curvy. Yeah. I mean, exactly. you know. I mean, even I'm curvy. Like I'm, <laughs> I got my curves. I got that. And that's why it's called bad buns because it's like I want women to like feel very confident in what they wear and be, like be able to feel confident in their in their butt, like show it off. Yeah. And I've had like some women in pop ups. They're like, "Oh, I don't have a butt." I was like, "Well, that's why it has a scrunched butt." So you can, like, <laughs> <laughs> we can work with that. Yeah, exactly. That's how you look at, and then you just you know you pose a little bit to the left. And, it's and all about the pose, up. right? Exactly. How you pop that bun? Exactly. <laughs> and we have beauty. And we have booty vents too. So you know anything to help you grow that booty. Hey, so no excuses. Like, Exactly. There you no go. Excuses. I don't recall if you told us uh, how you came up with the name Bad Buns. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> well, I'm sure. Whose buns inspired to... <laughs> you? <laughs> I am. I am. <laughs> no, but I'm pretty sure everybody has heard of, you know, Bad Bunny. So, <laughs> so in general, just like Bad Buns, uh, I was always like flaunting my butt like, uh-huh. <laughs> in Snapchats and everything like that. So I was like, mm, I love Bad Bunny. So I was like, hmm. What if I call it like bad buns? And I was like, nah, nobody would take that seriously. Like, <laughs> I don't know. And so I mean, I just, like, he's always it. rapping and and singing about buns. <laughs> I mean, most <laughs> of his songs, if they don't say buns, you know, it's kind of <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. it's like he has a topic, and yeah. that's that's um that's like that's, what I'm yeah. trying to aim for too. Like the target, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, that's how I'm, like we have different types of gears to like help your booty and help it grow and stuff. So yeah, I just thought about it. and I was like. 
I'm going to go with this and, you know, see where it takes off. So uh-huh. everybody was saying that it was pretty catchy and stuff. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to stick with it. Like I was telling people like sending in, I was like, what do you think about bad buns? What do you think about this? It was, it was just different things. And so I had to like ask like other women around me. I was like, what, what sounds catchy to you? Like, what yeah, do you yeah. think? so, I mean, a lot of people liked bad buns. So then I was like, you know what? It's a go. <laughs> And, 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 and uh, you know, congratulations are in order because I know that your one year anniversary is coming up. Yeah. <gasps> How exciting. <laughs> no, like I feel like I should see, I should be like way much more ahead. But I was like, you know, I'm just trying to like be patient with it. And I know it is exciting, but it's just like I was like, man, I remember I just launched and I launched with T-shirts. And then after that, it just started going from there. And how did you get yourself prepared for that for that launch? I mean, how do you go about, like, where, where do you even start? That's always a question. (laughs) Is that what you get asked a lot? Yeah. Like, how did you start? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like one of like the main goals. Like I want to inspire other women as well to like start their own business is just like, how do you start? But I basically was doing like a lot of research on how to start your own business because obviously I had no idea Mm -hmm. how to start my own business. Like I watched a lot of YouTubes and then just in general learning from other fitness brands as well. And so I basically, I was looking for a manufacturer. I was trying to look for someone who can really like, you know, give that type of quality in my, in my sets and things like that. But I first wanted to start with something that was simple and something I can really like, you know, just throw out to get people excited. So then I started with t-shirts and merch. Okay. So, um, I started with t-shirts and merch and I don't know, I just had everything set up. I started my Instagram, you know, kind of earlier to make people excited about bad buns and yeah. Went, and I mean, and there's, there's so many other people that, that think, oh, you know, my, uh, my own, uh, clothing brand or my own fitness brand or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, um, for example, how do you even go about, or what should you look out for when choosing, um, uh, somebody to fabricate this or like your, how do you find somewhere, you know, you're from your where to get your merchandise from? Um, or what so- do you think, you know, what do you think I should look out for? Uh, I would definitely make sure that you can like trust them and make sure that the quality is good. So what I started as well, sorry, I forgot to mention, but with samples, samples oh, okay. was like really important, like making sure that when they send you these samples, that the quality is good. If so that's something proof. that you do. Like you can ask the manufacturer for a sample. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can definitely See? ask the manufacturer for nice a sample. Nice to there know. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> All over the place. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah. That's so know. cool. And that's really important. Mm-hmm. I, I had no yeah. idea. Yeah, you like definitely ask them for samples first because you don't want to place like a whole book order and then end up finding out that they're not squat proof or anything. Oh, so, that's the worst. Yeah, that would be the worst. So yeah, but you could definitely ask for samples so you can test it out, you know, wear it, see how you like it, test the colors out, see how it looks like with your logo. Uh-huh. And then um, after that, you know, you tell them, okay, it's a go, go ahead. And so that's like another struggle for me. What I, you know, what I found like starting Bad Buns was like knowing if I should do wholesale or actually customize my own clothing. So like wholesale is basically like, you know, when you buy the fat or the fabric, but the clothes already made, they're okay. already in stock. So a lot of that is not like high quality sometimes. Okay. So it'd be like very thin and very like, 
see-through. Yeah, see-through. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, the worst too. Exactly. <laughs> it's just not like for you. Sometimes you touch it and you're just like, oh, this is definitely not what I want. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So yeah, so. I, okay, so and what was the other one? You said wholesale oh, and then. Wholesale or customized. Okay, and so, what is that? So basically you're able to customize the way you want your clothing. So like, you know, say you want scrunch, but you tell them I want scrunch, but uh-huh. I want it exactly like this. I want a design right here. So you basically draw it out and then you, you draw it out or you show them pictures. Gotcha. Um, so then they're able to create that. And is that more expensive? Off. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, so MOQ, uh, minimum order quantity. That's what I learned kind of when getting Look the you. <laughs> All code word savvy and stuff. <laughs> I've definitely. Yeah. <laughs> first, terminology five, five years ago i would have been like what's moq <laughs> <laughs> exactly. but like no yeah so you you definitely learned this terminology like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, like garments are and different things like that so moq is minimum order quantity so that's how like some manufacturers are like okay this is how much you need to order if you want to place like a bulk with us like okay. 200 moq or something like that so when you customize, it's definitely like a higher MOQ. So you have to order a lot with them because they're actually putting in all that work. Oh, that. okay. Yeah. So I went that route. So really? It yeah. It definitely like like to start more. off with. Yeah. Mm-hmm, to start okay. Off with. I know it was very scary because I was like, well, a lot of people just do wholesale, but I was yeah, like, yeah. I want to do customization. So I basically told them exactly how I wanted my outfit, like the sets, the one, the teal sets and the peach um, sets that like I created those myself <laughs> and I told them I want to design I want like you know in the back I want like good support uh-huh. right here in the front I want pleats to you know boost up the boobs make them look cute and then the design in the front so yeah you're able to like tell them exactly what you want and, and they'll create it <laughs> so yeah I okay. did that first and then it, it was a lot because I, I ended up with a lot of you know sets <laughs> and like leftover stuff yeah leftover sets yeah i know anything. how that is sometimes yeah. too i've learned that the hard way too yeah. <laughs> exactly. hey, but we learn somewhere right and, and that's a business like you're gonna learn things and and i think that's what a lot of people struggle with is like starting because they're afraid of like failure and yeah i think in order to success you need to go through failure or you need to you know you need to have your bad days in order to learn how your goods are going to be so yeah that or uh like you mentioned earlier a lot of people don't are afraid to ask for help Mm -hmm. either don't like to ask for help or afraid to ask for help because maybe they've asked in the past and somebody they got turned down yeah they got turned down and it's intimidating yeah it's intimidating you really don't know who to ask for help or who you can trust exactly oh yeah definitely who you can trust and that's what you learn like in business like you definitely learn like who you can trust who you can tell and sometimes you know, it's going to be difficult, like in business, like, you're just going to have your downs, like learning from, you know, pop ups, like I've been doing pop ups and learning, like, you know, when your good days are, and when your bad days are learning how to make them better, and different things like that. So it's going to be a rough patch. And yeah, like asking people, and I I definitely think you should definitely reach out and try to network with a lot of people. And that's what I've learned with bad buns too, like doing all the pop ups, like I'm trying to network and, you know, not be so in my shell mm-hmm. and like not, you know, ask people for help. Like, how do you do this? Or how did you learn or anything like that? And that's why I wanted to do this as well, because I want to like teach other women or anybody who wants to start a business. Like all you have to do is just start somewhere and you'll figure it out. Like along the road, you don't have to be perfect. Like you don't need to have everything, everything planned out for your business. You're going to learn along the road or along the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, you order all these sets. So what happens next? What do you do next? So what I did is I kind of planned what I was going to, when I was going to 
throw out my sets. So okay. these sets were were kind of the colors of like summer. So that's when I wanted to launch them. <laughs> okay. Like peach and teal. So kind of thinking about the beach, the waves. Yeah, yeah. So um, I kind of just planned out when I was going to to launch them. So then that's when I started with t-shirts, and then I started with the booty bands, and then I launched those teal sets. So I just had to kind of create like a business plan for myself of when I was going to to do everything. But um, yeah, they they those were like sets is what I really want to do. What I really really want to like focus on for bad buns, just like like athletic wear and, and making sure that everybody feels like motivated in them. So, and, and do you focus. make your things uh, available through a website? Do you decide to go down that road or is it just pop-ups? I mean, how do you, when you, when you started, how did you go about that? What, how did you decide? Yeah. So, um, I knew that I didn't want to do a brick and mortar cause like obviously, you know, going through COVID and stuff, you learn like things like a lot of like e-commerce businesses, like they, they went like a, like mobile of course. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I am online and I was doing, I've been doing online. So that's how I launched my business. But then after that, towards like last year of like of October, that's when I started doing pop-ups. Cause I knew like, if I want to kind of expand, you know, and mm-hmm. network and meet new people, I needed to start doing like pop-ups. Yeah. Tell me about your online. Did you build your own website or you had somebody else do it for you? How did you go about that? I did it myself. Really? <laughs> yeah, I did it myself. I didn't really like I, I, you know, I learned from what I was researching. So I was like, okay, I can possibly do this myself. Yeah. So, I mean, my website's not like, you know, all fine and dandy, but yeah. I mean, I tried, I've learned from like, it gets other, the job done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it shows everything, everything there. <laughs> and so I like, I, I kind of like set up photo shoots as well. Okay. So like I can get like some of my photos from there. So it can look like at least like a little, you know. Uh, like a, professional yeah, professional yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah professional so so yeah um it, it it gets the job done so I created it myself I went through Shopify okay know, everybody knows Shopify but um I went through there and it's it's pretty like easy to set up your your website so whenever you start you you can go through there I've, I mean they've done like a great job with me so far mm-hmm. having bad buns so yeah I just set it everything up for me. and <laughs> tell me about the pop-up experience for those who don't you no. don't know and aren't too familiar <laughs> with pop-ups yeah so pop-ups basically you know you show up at different markets and sell your merchandise or sell anything you you can do so for me when i started i was like did you know really about know. pop-ups like before you had your your athletic wear i knew about it but i didn't really know too much about it like okay. who can be in it and exactly like I, where I they're like, at or yeah. how do you get in them or exactly exactly and i didn't even know where to start because i was like well how do you even like reach these people who are having these markets and stuff yeah so i just started like researching on instagram and i was like you know san antonio pop-ups or different things like that and i was uh-huh. like oh yeah like you never really know like what's out there until you actually research it yeah <laughs> yeah so i was like finding markets like here and there different types of places and i was like you know what like i'm just gonna go um you know to different places and network and start from there so like you know pop-ups have been great like i i've definitely liked them so far um uh, my first one was um you know at this it was like, um, it's like a, f- like a food truck type of place. Okay. And so, um, I started there and I actually did well that first day. And so I had my like canopy. I was, I was a little bit set up, you know, I kind of like, no, like research a little bit, like how do you have a market or how do you have a pop-up? But I had like my little, um, my little tent and my little, um, table and I had a little tablecloth and I just started from, 
you know, little simple things. Yeah, right? yeah, very simple. <laughs> yeah, very simple. And it, it was it was a pretty good pop up. So then after that, like every week, I would try to do a, a different pop up. And then it was during the holidays too. So it was like a lot of people were going out, you know, trying to get things for Christmas and things like that. Yeah, so I, I love them pretty pretty. Far. And and take us through the like, what does it take? For you to be able to be uh, ready for a pop-up because a lot of people think or hear oh yeah i go and sell stuff at a market but it's it's a process yeah it's definitely a process it's it's hard because like setting up and taking down so like obviously like if you look at my car everything's in my car <laughs> <laughs> like i literally have all my my clothes and everything for bad buns because like i was like i'm doing one every single week so what's the whole point of taking it down and putting it back, back in out? yeah <laughs> so literally my second home is in my car <laughs> i mean but that's yeah, like your so, story that's your mini storage yeah it's my mini storage right <laughs> but um yeah it is a struggle like i mean of course to having to find them knowing how much you know the fee is for different places and just like knowing what's your your demographics for your business. Is, Ooh, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's definitely like really important because, you know, at some pop-ups, you can easily just sign one, sign up for a market and then, you know, it's it's, it's more art things rather than, oh, fitness things, you yeah. know? So, and that's that's what I've learned as well, like finding your demographics. Like Me boost, too, I've you know, learned that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, I, you, I think definitely do, like you said, your research because sometimes just because it says uh, market or pop-up or whatnot, it doesn't mean that it's necessarily catered or it's going to be a good fit for yourself. And it, and I'd say this out of experience because I have done a few events or, or markets that I was like, yeah, I didn't <laughs> so really look look into this and it just didn't it didn't do well for me. It wasn't worth yeah, it. But exactly. like you said, you 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 know, you live and learn. Yeah, exactly. You live and you learn. <laughs> Exactly. Like, of course, you're going to have your bad days. Sometimes you're not even going to sell anything. And that's a struggle because, you know, you end up negative. Yeah. In what you did because, you know. No, hey, and the worst, though, is the weather <laughs> because, I mean, you're like you're susceptible to whatever God sends you that day. <laughs> what, but it'd be rain, shine, exactly. extreme heat or whatnot. Exactly. That was that's going back to last year. My last one that I did of the year. I was in Austin and it was raining. Like we had to put two tents together. Like all, some of my stuff was getting wet. I was like, oh my God, no. <gasps> oh no. <laughs> yeah, but we kind of fixed it to the canopies to where yeah. it wasn't like in between and falling. And then my canopy ended up getting all mold all over it because I didn't <gasps> extend it. So yeah, it's just definitely a struggle. Yeah. <laughs> you have to learn these things, like knowing how to set up and knowing what to do. And then like, yeah, like setting up is a struggle because sometimes you, it's just you by yourself yeah. and you're just, I'm over there like, taking all my merchandise and I have big boxes and the canopy and I've kind of like learned to and do And the stuff is heavy. Yeah, it is. It is like the table you have to struggle and sometimes like parking is not close so you have to, you know, work walk my own. No, not <laughs> <laughs> But you have to walk. So yeah, yeah. and then you, you just got to set up and then after that take down and do it all over again next week. So it was, it was just that those types of struggles but then you know some days they are worth it where you're just what are the perks though of doing pop-ups and markets well well, it's like a lot of like the definitely the perks are getting to talk to like people Mm one-on-one and getting you know it's it's customer service you know you're talking to them right in front of right in front of them and they're able to feel the quality of the fabric Mm -hmm. and they're able to you know you're able to like kind of show them what they do because some people I've had some people where they don't know what like booty bands are and they don't know how to use them. So there I am like, you know, doing my squats. Giving live demos. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's what you got to do, right? <laughs> I'm over here like, do you know how to do a squat? No, 
I'm like, what? What is that? <laughs> and I was like, let me show you. And they're like, oh wow, that's like it. Too. I was like, gotta show the booty. Receptionist and. <laughs> You're everything. Live demos. <laughs> exactly. So it's definitely like a perk because you're in front of the like the customer and you're explaining everything yeah. to them. And then so you, I feel like you kind of you kind of like sell more, if anything, or not sell more, but it's just like very different. And it's really cool to be able to put a face to, uh, for example, uh, a social media account that you follow. Like mm-hmm. in, in your case, you know, your followers, they go to a pop up or a market, and they meet you there because they're following you on social media right. and, and they see the stuff that you're posting and stuff, but to actually see you and be able to talk to you and interact with you, you know, that that's takes true. it to another level. Yeah, It's like that, that, form, that sense of uh, more of a relationship. Right, right? that's true. Yeah, they're, they're, not, they're no longer just a follower. They're, they're, they're you're kind of your, your friend, your friend. yeah, because yeah, exactly. you're sitting there talking to them. Yeah, no, that's definitely true. They're able to, you're able to build that relationship with them. And then even that, you know, that gets them to get you to know more. And yeah, it just like basically helps you and give anything. you feedback. And, yeah. and, you know, you get to know what your clientele is looking for. What do they need? What do they want? What do they not know? What do they, you know, what kind of information can I put out there that that's going to benefit them? Or what kind yeah. of products can I put out there that's going to benefit them? Exactly, exactly. And they fall in love with the person you are. And so I think that's very important. That's a good one. <laughs> How has uh, social media impacted your business? Uh, definitely a lot. I feel yeah. like you, it, social media is essential yeah. if you want to have like a successful business. Because that, that I think I've heard from a lot of people that that's one of the things that intimidates a lot of people the most is oh, social, social media. media. Ay, es que yo no sé eso. ¿Cómo se hace eso? ¿Cómo subes eso? You know, it, and it can't, I can understand because I mean, I, I have social media and sometimes a lot of stuff I don't understand too, you know? Yeah. And like, I mean, I don't want to say I'm super <laughs> old, but sometimes I do feel old when they're like, oh yeah, have you seen the latest blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, oh yeah, no. <laughs> or have you heard this song? That's it. No. no. Have you heard this dance? No. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, I could definitely see how it's intimidating. So, cause like, you know, you, you see like all these reels and you're like, oh, I can do that. I can do that. But then you're not doing it because you don't understand how to do it. Yeah. How do I press the play button and then stop and then press play? And then how do I end up playing this way? <laughs> because so, it's yeah. a process too. It's a job in itself. Yeah, that's... I mean, I, I always tell people that's like a part-time. Mm-hmm. For, yeah, for my true. business, it's it's that's it's a it's a part-time because it's not like you can just go and take a picture and oh yes i can a photo and i'm just gonna you know you gotta make it look nice worry about the lighting you know where the placing and all this and that and so it's it's evolved to where it's you know you it's very precise and you need to and yeah it's essential Mm -hmm. i feel like um definitely like reels and tiktoks are really really big because i like how you said you know you could definitely put a picture but what people want to see is you in front of the camera and making sure that, you know, they build that trust with you. And I think that's very important. What I've learned as well in like my business is that people want to see your face in front of like social media. Like mm-hmm. yeah, they see like the business, but they actually want to get to know you as well. Yeah. And you be kind of, of course, you, you have to be like organic and you have to be, um, what is that word? Because like, people uh, can smell fake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> people can smell it. And, and if you're like, they want things to be relatable. So like in your business, I feel like you, you need to show your face and you need to, you know, do things that are relatable and people can relate to and funny, you know, be funny in your business. And so like with reels, yeah, they, they are, I feel like you need to create reels because it's like things that are going viral and that will definitely push your business out there. And I, I know some people don't know how to use it, but I would say just, youtube it or google it 
<laughs> you know what? <laughs> my husband is like that. My husband really? can do anything with YouTube. Like really? he, oh. he's so multitask and everything that he knows how to do. He, how did you do it? Oh, I just looked it up on YouTube and I'm like, I don't know. I'm not that type of person. Like I'm, I'm old school, definitely mm-hmm. old school. I'm like in the class in front of the teacher. I have to be there <laughs> to be able to learn it. And you have to tell me step by step. And Cassie, yeah. hold me by the hand. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, teach me how to do this. I need somebody. Yeah. yeah. Cause like you learn like from like person to person, right? Yes. Like when you're right in front of the people. Yes. Yeah. So none of my classes were ever online because I would have flunked mm. them. I would have <laughs> failed. <laughs> That's just not a possibility for me. Hey, everybody learns differently, right? So yeah. maybe you could take like a course or class. I don't know. <laughs> I could teach you somehow. Or too. ask. Ask for help. Because yeah, there are exactly. a lot of people who are willing to help. Exactly. Has there been people um, in in, uh, in your journey, your business journey that have reached out or maybe you've reached out and, and they have lent a helping hand? Um, yeah, like um, I do have like another friend that she's starting a fitness brand so I'm always like open to like letting her know oh like what to do with this and what to do with that but um you know struggles that I went through Mm -hmm. and stuff like that but I feel like I'm not as big yet (laughs) so that people are like too inspired but I mean just close friends if anything they're like how did you do that like yeah just close friends I'm I'm open to them and saying like oh you know you go here like try to find like a good manufacturer setting it up or in general like starting a business like I'm I'm all about ha- like helping people start a yeah. business because some people do struggle how to start. Like, what is an LLC? What is a DBA? Like different things like that too as well. Mm-hmm. So um, not a lot of people know about those things. So um, just starting in general, like start with social media, start with like a regular business. If you want to sell like cans for a living, like I can show you how to do that, like yeah. how to get started. So I'm pretty open about it. But um, I definitely want to, like once I start getting bigger and stuff, I, I want to help other people start brands or businesses and you know be open about it on how to do that well hey i mean if you've already helped that one friend that you said that you've helped you that's don't say when i get big because you (laughs) you've already helped another person you know and that's that's what that's what it's about at the end of the day it's about helping um and not just thinking about what it's what's in it for me Mm -hmm. or how am i gonna get bigger or how am i you know it's it's about helping each other that's you know, that's how you, you get bigger and, and networking too. You mentioned it earlier. Networking yeah. is essential. It's essential. You yeah. never know who you're going to cross Run paths into. with. Mm-hmm. Like I cross paths with you. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm here. But, and, and I think that's another big struggle with like businesses is like, you know, we get anxiety because we feel like we, we have to be like a 10,000 followers or, you know, we have to be big. And I've, I've learned that like along the way, you know, the turtle always wins the race. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, you have to take things slow and you have to learn and you have to let it grow. Like all it takes is consistency. And that's what I'm trying to do with my business. Even though I have my bad dates, like I know I have to just keep going and keep going. And eventually, like in a year, maybe two years, you know, maybe I get there, but at least I'm trying. Yeah. At least I'm trying to. Is it, um, is it frustrating to you? And has it affected you in any way? For example, to open up Instagram and see another another athletic line and you're like, oh, my gosh, they have 5,000, 10,000, 20,000 followers. Like, does that affect you and, and or has it affected you? And, and if so, how do you pull yourself out of the mentality of not focusing on that? Like, is it, it intimidating? It is intimidating yeah. and it would give me anxiety. I, mean, okay. I don't really have crazy, but it just like it makes me feel like, oh, my gosh, I need to do this. I what am I do doing that. wrong? Yeah. And then within that day, I'm like, I need to do this. I need to do so much for bad buttons. I need to do this. But then I like 
I try to just like calm myself down. I do some like mental, you know, like breathing exercises and stuff. So I just try to like give myself time and be like, okay, I'm here now. And this is what I need to do for bad buns step by step. And I need to get myself back into it. And I have to remind myself like it, like they got there through hard work and consistency and they didn't get there within like, you know, like 10, like a month or something like that. You Mm -hmm. know, they, they did hard work. So I try to tell myself like, even though they're huge, they're getting a lot of people, they have a big community. I'm barely, I barely started my brand and you know, it's going to be different for me. Like a lot of people, you know, they're going to see that this comes from like a Hispanic owned business. Like it's, it's different for me and I just need to trust the process basically Mm -hmm. and know that I'm going to get big one day. And this (laughs) is my journey. And this is my journey. This is my journey. What have been the biggest uh, challenges that you've had to overcome so far? Um, I would say like that would be one. Okay. Definitely like learning that to trust the process and make sure that I'm, I'm not like hurting myself in general or not hurting myself, but like kind of like get, being negative, get, give myself negative thoughts of like, you know, uh, I'm not going to go anywhere. So I try mm-hmm. to stay positive if anything, but that, and then just learning that it's hard to like time management basically. Okay. So like I, I do have another like full-time job or I have a full-time job. So like that has been like type of like a kind of like a struggle for me just because when finding I'm finding a balance, yeah, finding right. a balance. And so when I'm not like, when I'm at my full-time job, I find myself wanting to work on my full-time job <laughs> or like work on bad buns during my full-time job. So I'm like, okay, I need to like learn when to, if I'm not working my job, then I need to give myself like hour or like an hour or two to work on bad buns every single day after that. And then, so yeah, just finding the balance of my, of my schedule and knowing when to work on it. And I feel like sometimes I I should be ahead, like way much more ahead of it. Or if I wasn't working a full-time job, I would be Mm -hmm. so much more ahead, but I'm like trying, I try to just remind myself, like just to get back into it and be like, okay, like just trust the process, trust the process. So that has been a struggle for me. And then just, I don't know, just finding balance with like family and, and just knowing how to start a business or knowing how to do it. Like, I, I didn't have like any background on, you know, having like a business. So entrepreneurship, yeah, entrepreneurship and stuff. So it's just, does anybody else how. in your family own a business? Mm-hmm. No, no. <laughs> nobody has a business. So I, I basically learned from YouTube and Google. <laughs> Bendito <laughs> <Yeah>. YouTube. <laughs> I did. <laughs> exactly. So that, that's how I'm like, learn on YouTube. You learn on YouTube. Cause that's where I learned like yeah. learned so much on YouTube, but yeah. So just basically learning how to how to have a business, like how to maintain one, how to keep going through it. <laughs> have you had any um, moments of of doubt in in this one year lapse of time? Have you had any moments of doubt of like, what am I doing? Is this <laughs> really what I should be doing? Should I just stop and do something else? Or <laughs> yeah, how do you and and how do you get yourself out of that mentality? Yeah, so I mean, there's definitely days. Uh, especially at pop-ups or okay like, uh, when you when, when you're I like sitting summer. there waiting and mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. like i'm like what am i doing here? Like, <laughs> i should be at home nah, <laughs> and, uh, like, nadie llega. exactly so like i don't know there's uh, there's some days where you just want to leave and you're just like oh i'm not making any money like yeah. what am i even doing here this is not my 
my demographics. And you know, to be honest, it literally just happened like um, this past week. I, I didn't like sell anything, but I was just like, you know what? Like I stayed there and I pushed through. Like sometimes you just want to leave and, and just like get away. <laughs> but yeah, I tried to push through and I was like, you know what? Like just it, it it's two more hours. I, I know I can get this. And I ended up like meeting a new person and I some people took my business card. So I was like, OK, good thing I stayed. So it's just it's like a lot of talking to yourself out of it. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's, it's very over- overwhelming sometimes because you have to do that every single time. Like every time you're, feel, you're feeling bad or you're feeling like you have negative thoughts in your head, you have to get yourself out of it. And sometimes I can find that like very like exhausting. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, it's just a struggle because you're not always going to be positive. But, um, but yeah, it was just, just trying to talk yourself out of it and trusting the process. Is there something like a certain activity or something that you like to do, something that you practice or, or whatnot on those days to get you through that day and be able to make it to the next and start all over? Yeah, I run a mile. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But <laughs> I mean, I mean, for I some just... people, it, and I don't want to sound cliche, mm-hmm. but honestly, I can, I can really say that going to the gym for me is therapy because I do also have those kinds of days where I'm at the trailer and it's dead and I'm just like sitting there and I'm like, what am I doing here? Like, what am I doing? And sometimes it, it, I, I get sad. Sometimes I get mad and I get out, I, I, I leave and I go to the gym and I take out all my frustrations, like all my sadness all the hev- and it, it's crazy because it's like the 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 heavier I can lift, the the all my madness comes out through True. through my hands or through my feet, whatever I'm lifting or doing, and and it just it really helps me. It gets me through. That's that's what helps me. Yeah. Well, you know they say like it releases endorphins when you work out and stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like scientifically proven. Okay. Well, yeah. that's like, what that's. that's why. I'm releasing endorphins. What are you exactly. doing? I'm releasing endorphins. That's what Don't I'm doing. Don't talk to me. I'm releasing. <laughs> yeah, but it, yeah, it's, it's it's scientifically proven that like when you work out, it relieves stress because you're just like you know you're working out and you're releasing all that anger and stuff. Sometimes you just want to hit something. Just go to work out. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, working out, I feel like definitely it's essential as well. And it has to do a lot with bad buns too, because it's fitness clothing. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, def- I, I, I love working out. I, I work out like almost every day. And so that helps me get through it as well. And then it's even as like, sometimes I listen to like motivational videos as well to like get me through and yeah. help me. And then I've been going to church. So, you know, church has definitely been like a big thing for me recently because I feel more at peace mm-hmm. and I'm not like, I don't have as much anxiety. I'm not like, you know, saying I'm just trying to like trust him and trust like where I'm going with this. And I know it's going to be big, but, um, but yeah, just working out in God. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Working out in God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> what, uh, do you envision, uh, for yourself moving forward? 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely say, you know, making bad buns bigger, seeing how I can build a better community around bad buns. And I, that's definitely what I want to work on, like definitely getting people in and maybe like, you know, creating like, you know, boot camps or things like that for bad buns and having, helping people work out and, you know, getting the community around just doing different things that help release endorphins mm-hmm. <laughs> and that stress but yeah I, I envision like definitely I mean just in general with like business wise just 
growing my business and building a better community because I think the community is definitely where I want to expand with bad buns and that's what I want to focus on this year if anything for anybody wanting to follow in your footsteps what can you share about your journey that possibly you didn't know when you first started that you think people feeling a little uh, fear or anxiety should know I would definitely say, well, what I always say is just start. <laughs> just start. Yeah, just start. Because I know what a lot of people struggle with is n- like failure. They struggle with failure, so they don't start what they want to start. They have ideas. They have, you know, something they want, have been wanting to start. It's, it's even easy as like, you know, starting a business or like <clears throat> starting something they've always wanted to do. I would say just put your foot in the door and, you know, even though... You, some people don't feel, you know, really prepared. When are mm-hmm. you going to feel prepared? So uh, my advice would just be to just start and, you know, follow follow through with whatever. Like, you know, you're going to have your bad days and good days, but you just got to keep going. You got to keep going. But at the end of it, you're going to look back and be like, well, I'm glad I started because it's better to be somewhere than not <laughs> and not start. What have you learned about yourself in this past year that you've had your own business? What have you learned about yourself? Definitely my strength. Yeah. <laughs> how much, how strong I am, if anything, just because it's definitely has tested me. Like I've had like it, like even though I have a business to run, I've had personal things that happened to me and it's just like, it's been a struggle, but I've been persevering. I've been pushing through. So like it definitely my strength of how much I am capable of and how much I am willing to, to go far for this brand. So, and my inspiration. <laughs> Who's your inspiration? Mm, I would definitely say my mom. Yeah? (laughs) Yeah, definitely my mom. What's up? ¿Cómo se llama? Debbie. What's up, Debbie? (laughs) She's going to listen to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) She definitely is. I'm going to tell her. (laughs) No, but she doesn't even know I'm doing this. So, yeah, definitely a surprise for her. But I also did want to, you know, say my story and, you know, kind of like give my gratitude to my family, if anything, because they're the ones who have been pushing me through. And no matter like what they've been pressuring me about, it's, it's who I am today is what got me here because of them. And what do you want her to know? Um, just that I'm grateful for her and I love her a lot. And just like, thank you for everything you have done for me. Cause I don't know what I would do without her. Oh <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's funny because like, you know, some people are like, Oh, I don't need my mom. I'm okay. But like, sometimes you do like, sometimes you just need a hug or like from yeah. your mom to like, you know, to be there and know that she's supporting you so she's definitely been my big my biggest supporter she's showed up at my pop-ups um and just like trying to like give me ideas and different things like that so yeah she's she's definitely been great tell me what do you envision for bad buns in 2022 so what i'm really like working on is you know, creating plus sizes for women. Okay. Because, uh, you know, here in Texas or in general, San Antonio, we do have, you know, most of our demographics are curvy women. And so I definitely want to differentiate myself from other fitness brands and cater to them as well, like making them leggings. And, you know, it's not even as like extra large and plus it's more like extra small as well. Because okay. I do have some friends that are that as well. So I definitely want to focus on that in 2022, making sure that I cater to them too, because I want to make sure that it's like bad buns is for all shapes and sizes. Yeah, regardless. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I definitely want to work on. And I'm, I'm going to work on it because 
I'm working on it. <laughs> so it's going to come out in 2022. <laughs> pendientes. Pendientes. Stay tuned. So tell me, uh, we just entered el, el mes del amor y la amistad, the love and friendship month. So what do you guys have going on uh, social media wise for, for your followers? Yeah. So we definitely have a Valentine's giveaway coming up. So that ends on, on February 13th. So it's a big giveaway as well. So it's not a small one. So what you'll be getting if you enter this giveaway is, um, of course, a Bad Buns booty band and some goodies. And I've paired up with four other small businesses as well. Um, it's it's like a all, all health and beauty type of giveaway. So um, there'll be a Fuego Fit from Fuego. There'll be um, one month of online training and two-week in-person training from a trainer and then they'll also be from 365 training. And then there'll be eyelashes and eyelash glue from Love Your Lashes Boutique. And then also from Mi Sueños Boutique, um, she'll be giving a $30 gift card. So um, I'm pretty Shout excited Shout out to Sierra. That. And congratulations <laughs> on the little, uh, the little baby that she's going to have. I know. What's up, Sierra? <laughs> congratulations. Yeah. It's definitely really exciting because I, I wanted to create something where, you know, I'm including other small businesses yeah. you know, to get their exposure. As and well. giveaways are definitely something else for, for people who, who have small businesses to think about and, and uh, try to incorporate in, in your business. Because once you start collaborating with other businesses, it helps yourself. Mm -hmm. and it helps other people exactly and it's always good to like give back and you never know like free everybody loves free things oh yeah so it's and it's not hard all you have to do is just you know put it on your story you know tag like two friends a girl and a whatever your galentines or anybody and then um yeah just like the post and follow us well thank yeah. you so much uh gabby i'm so excited you're here that you were able to to come and share your story because it's definitely motivating. It's definitely something that the people that listen to this are, are going to get something out of it. I hope that they get something out of it. Um, what are your social media handles and, and what's your website? Where can we get a hold of your products? Yeah. Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so my website is www.badabunscollection.com. And then so you can easily find me on Instagram. I have my website on there. It's at Bad Buns Collection. It's really just Bad Buns Collection. <laughs> but it's because like, who has that? But yeah. And then or my personal one is at Gab Beauty 95. And but yeah, I really enjoyed this. And I appreciate you for having me here because I did want to hopefully inspire other people to start their own business and start somewhere. But I really appreciate it. Thank, thank you, you so much, Gabby. Um, thank you for listening for taking the time to uh, follow this podcast. I promise there's more episodes coming, so please stay tuned. Um, and and go and follow Gabby on her social media. Go and get your, your Bad Buns athletic wear. Um, there's no excuse, okay? 2022, you have to have Bad Buns. <laughs> and she's got the solution. <laughs> we got the solution. We'll work you out. <laughs> Thank you once again for listening. Uh, and don't forget to visit Savage Coffee Co. We are a mobile coffee business located um, at 11395 Shanefield Road from Tuesday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 1 and Saturdays, 8 to 2. That's it. That's a wrap. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is the Savage Podcast. Mwah.